All right, Alana J-Lo. Yes. You, you just talked to a Walmart lady. We're going to get to that story soon, but uh, she said that she's going to refund your order yes. if it doesn't come tonight or what? Or no, to call she back. said she was going to refund it. She didn't say if it doesn't come tonight. She just said, I think, I, okay, so I think what, what she said is to wait until tonight. Okay. Didn't say exactly when, uh, you know, how late, but I don't, I didn't want to go too late. And then, um, uh, she's, I'm guessing that if it didn't come tonight, she was going to re- refund it. But I, but even so, I, I still have enough to, to purchase it. Okay. So let's backtrack here. Yeah. You ordered from Walmart and the delivery happened today. I came over a little bit late because the, the, the liberal media gave me incorrect information about the weather. Yeah. This time it was really incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> they said that there's like a wind advisory in place for Portland yeah, and, and that it, there's going to be some rain and, and then it's going to get nice, but later in, in the afternoon. I got out there. The wind was calm. There was no rain. And then the sun was poking through. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is what the one time when they were actually wrong that I can think of. Oh. They were right about the snow thing. Yeah. For sure. Apparently the next week or so is going to be nice. Okay. So that's good at least. But in any event, any event. you got kind of a messed up order from Walmart. Kind of. It was very <laughs> messed up. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you what happened. Tell me. Um, I get a notification that it's supposed to be here by 1129 a.m. It got there a lot. It got there 20 minutes late. Um, the driver who came to deliver it to me seemed like a nice guy. Um, he put the items in my cart and proceeded to take a picture of them. And they were in my cart. Um, I did not hear him move to any bench or move to any other place. He just stood there, took, uh, put the items, the items in my cart, took a picture and then said, thank you. And I said, thank you. And we parted ways. I get back to my apartment. I check it and much to my surprise, nothing in there was a part of my order. It was just, uh, containers of whatever it was. And, and some of it felt like they were, um, spices. Like I thought they were salt shakers. It was very odd. I'm at home. You called when I'm in the shower, so I don't see it at first. And I left you a voicemail, which you probably didn't check. I hardly ever check my voicemail. So why? it could have been important. And but that's why I called you back, babes. But it, what, what is the point of me leaving you a voicemail if you're not going to check them? Oh, babes, did, did we get in contact? We did. We did. Yes, that, I that's called why, you back. That's why sometimes I don't leave you voicemails because you don't check them. I don't, I don't know. And I'm saving them for when I go back to doing the theme songs. I'm going to put your voicemail back in the beginning. Oh, That was fun, wasn't it, when we used to do that? It's just the reason I don't do that as much is because that's a lot of work. It's not that much work. Yeah, All you have to do is listen to your messages and get married. No, I'm talking about putting your voicemail at the beginning of these. I know it's a, it's fun to listen to, but it, I have to... F- That's not the point. Oh, we're getting in the weeds. That's things. not the point. Okay. Anyway, I called you. I left him voicemail even though you didn't check it, which you should have. Do you want me to check it so I can see uh, what happened t- today? No, 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 no. I'm just saying. Check it. Don't check it. <laughs> all right, let's, let's, <laughs> let's get back to this. You're not helping. All right, all right, tell me what happened. I get up to my apartment. Um, 
uh, take the cart into the kitchen. I take yes. the bag out, and I'm thinking, this is really weird. Why is this bag not heavier than it's supposed to be? I check in the bag. Nothing in my order is in that bag. We it's covered that. Plastic bag. I know. I'm just, I'm just reiterating. All right, go, go ahead. Go ahead. You're not helping. I'm sorry. I'm ricking. Sorry. Dumb joke, dumb joke. Mm. Keep going. But I'm bumped. So, um, yeah. And then we talked it over on the phone. Both of us are pretty upset. Um, uh, and so I, and then you, you check the app and you're having problems with the app too. Yeah. So from my perspective, what happened is I got your message late. I didn't, I didn't check it as we've established, but I called you back like a normal human being. And it was right before I was ready to leave my place too. Mm-hmm. So I find out that the liberal media is lied to me and that my JLo got the wrong order for tonight. Uh. At first I'm thinking, well, maybe he didn't know you were blind and he left it on the benches. So I'm telling you, did you check the benches? You're like, oh, Bob, no. And then you say, well, let me do it after I check my email. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's going to be a thing because I've been here all right, all right. We don't have to talk about how slow my computer is because I know you like to get on me for that. <laughs> I, I do, kind of. It's fun. That's not fun. Everybody loves it. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I, you know, babes, as, as a side note, when Steve Jobs died around that time, roughly, they sold the original Apple computer. Somebody had a version of it, like, and it was they made maybe two hundred and fifty of these. And they sold it at an auction for a couple million dollars. Oh, wow. Well, how, how far back was it, this computer? It was from the early 70s. It was that's like one a, of the first Apple computers. That's before that we were even born. I think it was actually manufactured in Steve Wozniak's basement. Steve, Steve Wozniak's basement. Okay. I believe so. I could be wrong. But it was, it, it was released to the public, but it was very limited numbers. And I was pondering this the other day, considering my J-Lo is poor. But she has a computer. Oh, are we going to go here? Are we going to go here? Okay, we don't have to go. Seriously. Anyways, so I'm waiting for you to pull up your email, and I'm just thinking to myself, these groceries are being stolen as we speak. You pull it up. We can't figure it out anything. And I say, go downstairs. I leave my place. Get over here. And it was really quick. I got to the bus stop. My bus came and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, it was quicker than I thought it was going to be, actually. It was. Come up to your place. We're having trouble with the app, getting a little bit frustrated. And eventually, I was able to get them to call you and mm-hmm. discuss the order. And they and I remember um, getting them to call me at another uh, another time. Mm. Um, and they were actually really quick about it, mm-hmm. so that's good. Yeah. So you're going to get a refund tonight. Uh, that's what it sounded like. Okay, and um, if you don't, then we're just going to call them again and harass them, and you know. Something like that. I don't know. I, I mean, I like I said, I don't want to wait too long to to see what happened. But she did. She did advise me the nice the nice lady on the phone advised me to to wait a little bit yeah. and um, check to see the status. Um, check the status to see what happened. And that's why I'm still logged in as you on my phone, even though I'm not you. Yeah, well, they're not going to know that. Yes. I, I say you should have dropped some hints that you were Filipino and maybe Ugh. that would have helped you out. But that's no. just me. No, no, no. Be like, hey, you like punch it. <laughs> <laughs> you like adobo? Oh, you no, like adobo. Uh, she was a very nice lady. Well, good. Yeah. 
I'm glad to hear that, the AJ. Well, I have never had this type of problem with Walmart. Yeah, this is like, like the first time I had the, this is like the weirdest. Yeah. Now we should say when you called. Yes. She mentioned something about they're having problems today. Something about drivers. Mm. And I didn't quite understand it because she was talking so fast. But she says something about like they had like uh, a problem with getting drivers or something. And I'm not sure exactly what she meant. So in my mind, what what could have happened, as far as I understand it, it's not the drivers who pick out the items. It's the actual employees at Walmart. And then they hand them to the people who are delivering them. That's what it sounds like, yeah. What I'm thinking may have happened Mm -hmm. is something probably went uh, wrong when they handed the stuff from the drivers because people may have felt rushed and given somebody else's order to the driver to deliver to you. Yeah, because she mentioned something like, so it, it, so it, so since you didn't have anything in your order, then they probably gave you another customer's order. I said, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Mm. Because, um, there is nothing in the order that, um, had anything to do with yeast or spices. No. Having said that, I will mm. be using that stuff. Yeah, week. you will. I will give them to you. You know what I almost did, babes? It's it. And I didn't, the, well, the reason I didn't do it is because, I thought I wasn't sure if I was going to come over first thing this morning or or wait until the afternoon mm-hmm. because the weather was a little bit sketch this week. Yeah. And so after I get off the phone with you this morning before mm-hmm. the whole Walmart driver, when it's around 8, yeah, yeah. I was considering, well, what if I make some donuts? Mm-hmm. But then I thought that's going to take a while and, you know, I, I don't want to go into the whole thing right now. Well, so, you're going to have you're going to have enough yeast to uh, make however many donuts you want. Yeah, I already did. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh, I always keep yeast around, but I can always oh, use wait, no, oh, no, I mean, for do- you already made donuts? I made donuts before. I just haven't given them to you. There, uh, no, there, I don't. No, I mean recently, like really recently. Yeah, like a few weeks ago. Remember? Yes, I know that. I just thought maybe you did it last night, but no. I'm guessing. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. I thought about it this morning, and I was uh, kind of thinking about it last night. Uh, Actually, last night I was considering doing some cheddar bay biscuits. But ooh. I did not do that. They, uh, Jay, whoa. Well, you have enough yeast to do that, but Walmart's usually really good. It's usually uh, Instacart that misses something. I have never had a problem, like a huge problem. There was a couple. Times where my orders were not good, but um, because I was able to pick my substitutions too, because I think Walmart changed it, right? Yeah, they did, unfortunately. <sighs> so because I was able to pick my substitutions, I, um, I mean, I, for the most part, um, my orders have been spot on. I don't like how often Walmart updates their app. I think they should do it less because and just let oh. us get used to these features. I don't like that they up they updated the the website because the way that their website was laid out was just fine, mm-hmm. and it's even more confusing because you got the purchase history and then you have to go into another window or another link, and it's like, why couldn't they just like have a my items link and that was it? You know, I, there I, is on the app you can still do the my items section. I mean, I mean, they have my items, like the reordering my items, but then you have to find the your purchase history. You can't just go to like. You can go to old orders, but it's it's just it's just a weird the weird weird how the website is laid out. I don't know about that. I can't. I, I don't anything. like it. I don't like it. I think they should just have it the way it was before. Oh. Yeah. Yes. That's why I haven't been buying from. I haven't been using their website for a while because of that. It's just 
Ugh. I wonder how much they, like, how often they do that. Like, the, how often they change web, their website layout or how often they, they – it sounds like they change their app pretty often. They do, and I don't – I don't like it. I think maybe make one big change this year to work on the bugs and keep it that way for a while. Yeah, it makes more sense if you do it uh, annually instead of, like, I don't know, weekly or monthly when my sister first got me to use the Walmart app, it uh-huh. was, they had two apps. Oh, wow. And there was one that I really liked using, mm-hmm. but then they closed that app down and said, you have to switch over to the new one now, or else you're just not going to be able to use this account. Wow. Yeah. What was the other app like? It was just faster, and it made a lot more intuitive sense. So yes. I actually had a thought this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a blonde. I do have more than one thought per week. but Well, I'm not one either. Well, well good. That was a joke. <laughs> okay. At my own ex- ex- expense. Ex- ex- uh, yeah. Um, you're, yeah. Expense, yeah. I consider myself to be reasonably intelligent. Yeah, you are. Thank you. But one of the things I'm realizing as I go through life is, in some ways, I'm a simple man. Mm-hmm. I like things that are straightforward. Yeah. I don't like dealing with a lot of complications. Same here. Like, tell me what I need to do and break it down in a reasonable way. So don't tell mm-hmm. me, well, you need to do these five steps, and they're right. really easy. Yeah. But leave out something about step number four. Like, yeah, right. you need to go to the bank and get this. Yeah. But you don't tell me that the bank doesn't just require a bank card and photo ID. They also require a picture of you as a baby being held by your mom and your dad's thumbprint. But it has to be after 1987 yeah, and I, before I, 1992. I, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like that either. You know, these complicated things. So this, yeah. I'm going to tell you how this came up. Okay. I tried to open up an account with Gemini, which is a trading platform for cryptocurrency, and I'm having some issues with it. Probably best you don't open one. Right, but we'll get there eventually. All right. And I believe I told you sometime last week that Wednesdays for this month are going to be Crypto Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. I'm going to study crypto and NFT and that type of stuff. Yeah. I... Go to listen to some Clubhouse replays this week. Yep. And they're using all this language and you need to do this. and Weird don't... jargon, right? Yeah, and, and it's all going over my head. Like yeah. I've listened to a few things about cryptocurrency and I didn't understand. Like every fifth word, I, I knew what they were talking about. Uh-huh. And the realization came to me is uh-huh. I'm a simple man. I like things that are straightforward. But am I in the minority? Because everybody talks about how they just want things to make sense. Well, I feel the but, same. I feel the same way. You're not in the minority. Okay. Uh, well, what I was about to say, and at the same time, there are so many things about our society that are just over the top confusing. At least from my perspective. And I'm also yeah. dyslexic, and yeah, you know, it, that doesn't help. Certainly, I have other issues. But do you think that we're in the minority then? No, I think that there are more people that want things simple. I mean, really, I mean, how, how hard is it to, <laughs> how, how hard is it to explain, um, you know, like when you're, I don't know, like if you're getting, if you're getting a new ID, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it, it should be, it, it should be easy to, to, to do. It should be easy to explain. Getting an ID, getting a driver's license, 
That's that should be. I mean, that's just a small example. Sure. Or like trying to cancel an account or a trial or whatever should be explainable. Um, you know, it, it should be pretty explanatory. But um, like what I've been doing this morning, and that's why I'm not in the best of moods, is um, uh, some things happened this morning, including me trying to cancel something, and I still haven't been able to do it. Oh. Because it's, for some reason, the website is being a little bit wonky, and I don't, I'm like, what is wrong with this thing? So, uh, you know, that, and there's some other stuff, but it should be self-explanatory. And I, and I'm with you on that. I think that Things should be straightforward and simple. I bring up TYT a lot. As you, I'm sure you've noticed, and the people who listen to this are like, oh, is he going to talk about Jake and Anna again? Again. Yes, I am. But I, I think this actually makes a little bit of sense. So I was listening to Jake and Anna like two or three weeks ago. Uh-huh. And Anna was doing some story about how I think it was related to Grubhub, actually. Really? There was an engineer uh-huh. who helped design the app yep. who was complaining online because the the people who run Grubhub said, okay, well, you made this app. You helped us develop it. We want you to actually use it. So we want you to be a driver for a couple of days out of the week. Yeah. So you get a sense of what it's like using the app from a driver's perspective. Right. And the guy was really upset that they made him do that. Okay. And Jank kind of made the point of, well, yeah, but a lot of the times engineers, yeah. they don't have experience using their apps, so they don't know how wonky they can be and how bad the user experience is. Yeah. And this is actually a good thing that Grubhub is doing that, because maybe it'll make the engineer think about what features to take away or add in the future. Mm-hmm. And so how it relates back to this is probably fairly obvious, but yeah. I wonder with things like apps, yeah, how many engineers who work on the Walmart app actually have experience using it? I doubt it. Or with the thing that you were trying to cancel. Exactly. You know. I doubt it. And and they don't even realize, they don't t- take into consideration that it's not just, you know, people that can actually look at screens. Exactly. You know, uh, there are there is a, a, a population of blind users that use it too. So they're not taking that into consideration. If you change a website layout or an app, it's going to affect – it's – it's not just going to affect the sighted users, but it's going to affect everybody else. And I think that it's great that Grubhub is, um, has told that engineer, well, I think you should use it so that you know what the user is going through when they're trying to order something. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair, yeah. actually. Yeah. I would agree with that. Absolutely. So I, I was going to bring up TYT later on, but I'll bring them up now since we're already talking about it. And it actually has to relate to cryptocurrency oh, and NFTs. Yesterday, I had a situation yeah. where there was supposed to be an inspection of my place, mm-hmm. but it didn't happen for whatever reason. I So I think what may have happened yeah. is because of Omicron. This is speculation. I don't know this for sure. Yeah. Somebody who is involved with the inspection may have caught it at the last minute. Okay. I don't know that for sure. That's speculation. Yeah, it could be a number of things. For the second time. Something like that. Yeah. Because my building is usually really really good about saying, hey, this got canceled and here's why. But they didn't. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I am around the house doing nothing (laughs) 
because I'm waiting for this inspection to happen. And, and, and on my end, I'm thinking, why hasn't he called me yet? Yeah, because I said I was going to call after the inspection. And when I know that I have an inspection, yeah. I don't cook. Yeah. I don't order out food. I usually wait in my apartment for the inspection to be over because I think it, it would be weird if my landlord walks in and I'm eating something or, or working with the stove. Yeah. So, and, that, and that makes sense. Yeah. I'm also expecting this thing to be done by maybe nine 45 in the morning. And then here it is. It's like almost five o'clock. I've been waiting. I've been doing other things like, you know, vacuuming and other things like that. I took a nap and I'm like, why is he not calling me yet? And I'm just waiting. So anyways, (laughs) the TYT main show starts around three. Yeah. Now, Jank was out of studio yesterday, but John Iderola, who does the damage report, filled in for him. So it's Anna and John talking, right? Uh Uh-huh. And obviously, we're not going to go into the January 6th stuff, but since yesterday was the anniversary, they talked a lot about that. And, you know, but that's not where I want to go. Anna, so one of the things I'll do in the live show is Anna will read the YouTube comments. Uh And she read something from a guy saying, uh, you know, Anna, we love you. You're great, but you should, uh, invest in Bitcoin or something or or you shouldn't, not all the people in Bitcoin are weird. And she says, uh, I'm glad that this guy is a fan of us, but we are going to have some Bitcoin stories coming up or stories about cryptocurrency that you're not going to like. Okay. Okay. So. So Anna does this story. Um, I don't remember the specifics, but her and John start talking about how um, with cryptocurrency, uh-huh. it's really easy to um, to do what's basically called pump and dump. Okay. And so that's where people buy a, a cryptocurrency, yeah. drive up the prices, and then sell it. Mm-hmm. She's like, we can't get into the specifics here. But we want you guys to, if you don't believe this, just type in cryptocurrency pump and dub on YouTube and see what comes up, mm-hmm. which I did afterwards. And we're going to get to that eventually. Okay. And then her and John are like, okay, when we come back, we have another story about NFTs. You guys don't want to miss it. So, of course, mm-hmm. I haven't had anything to eat. <laughs> I can't call my JLo because maybe my <laughs> landlord's coming over. So, I'm like, when I tune into these two people for a little bit longer. All right. All right. All right so, her and John come back. And apparently, some guy paid like a couple of million dollars for this NFT, and it's basically a drawing of these two apes. Oh, really? And the guy got scammed out of the drawing. Somebody broke into his crypto wallet and stole the NFT. What is what? Yeah, a crypto wallet is where you keep like your purchases and all your account information. This is how I understand it. Oh, that's that's odd. Okay, I'm not a crypto expert, so okay, this is how it was. Because I'm thinking like a, a physical wallet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> Anna and John start dunking on him. Like, why do you want just like a picture of something that's like? On a computer, and they're like, well, we could just, you go go to Google Images, and you could get a picture of some apes. It's not even a real thing, right? Yeah. And then John's, and I, I need to research this more. So I know you don't watch the their show, but John is sort of, he reminds me of, like, liberal teachers that I used to have back in the day. Like, oh. he's very much, like, the type of person, if you watch this, you could imagine him being a teacher in a classroom. Okay. 
Anna's cool, but John has more of that, like, education perspective, in my opinion. Okay. He starts going on this thing to Anna about how he's noticed that a lot of people in the NFT space will have these, like, racist things. Oh, really? And that apes is a big thing because, like, oh, yeah. when you think of apes, a lot in history it's been associated with black people because it's a way to show right, that right. they're lesser than. Right, yeah. But he said that there are a lot of neo-Nazi imagery, apparently, in the NFT spaces. Uh-huh. And so then that kind of got me weirded out. I didn't, so in fairness, I didn't re- research John's thing yet. Yeah. But I did do the Anna thing. Yeah. And uh, I, I know that you don't like that she's a lib, but she is right that there are a lot of things about, like, cryptocurrency pump and dump on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, this is a really weird space. Pump and dump, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I've known conservative friends who are into, like, um, computers and whatnot yeah. who have said that NFTs and cryptocurrency – are kind of just a thing that rich people are talking about now who are super intelligent, but it's not I, really going to catch with the masses. I think most Americans really don't get what that is. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's like, why would you waste all your, why would you use Bitcoin to buy a pizza? It doesn't make any sense. No, and apparently the dude who did that yeah. lost like several millions of dollars <laughs> when it went up in stock. That's kind of funny. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of funny just because it's like, it's not physical money. Mm-hmm. It's re- it would really be bad if it was um in your actual uh bank account or um you lost a a million dollars from whatever you know your wallet or whatever and I mean and I I just think it's so funny because it's like to me it remind it to me it kind of sounds like imaginary currency yeah like okay. How is this going to be beneficial in the future? Yeah. Oh, so so I, I know this is sounding like the TYT wrap-up show, which it's not. Oh, wow. But the other thing Anna was saying about cryptocurrency yeah. is apparently in Puerto Rico, there are new tax laws. Yeah. And if you're in a cryptocurrency, you can go there and you don't have to pay taxes. You don't have to pay capital, capital gains taxes on cryptocurrency. Oh, wow. Yeah. So a lot of crypto people are moving down there to Puerto Rico. That's insane. And getting out of paying a lot of taxes. <laughs> Yes, yes, Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. So it was interesting stuff there. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I do bring up TYT a lot, and I'm wondering from your perspective, uh, you never come on here and say, hey, these are five stories I found interesting from Tucker Carlson last night. What's it like from you when I do that with TYT? It's like not again. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing this again for like the umpteenth time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, and also, if I ever mention any of the things that I like to listen to, you'd be like, yeah, well, they're just, and I'm going to get, I'm going to get pushed back again. So, oh, good. So I'm just like, okay, I'll just let him say what he's want, what he wants to say until the next, until the next subject. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad to hear I have corblanche, as they say. <sighs> what is that? It means, uh, permission to speak freely. Uh, well, it's just because I tolerate it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't really want you to talk about it. I just tolerate it. <laughs> All right. So let's take it off of TYT. Thank you. And talk about Howard Stern for a minute. Oh no! no, not you, again, no not you're again. gonna. I want. I actually not, want to hear your comments. Not again. This. I want to hear your comments on this. <laughs> so you will have a chance to chime in here. Oh, 
So I, I'm a listener and, uh, one thing I don't like about his show is how much vacation they take. Okay. But that's like you, every Howard Stern fan has complained about that forever. Well, how long are they on vacation for? Well, I'll give you an example, right? Okay. So they took off July and August of last year. Mm-hmm. And they only work three days a week. They're on three days a week? Yeah. And I think they have 10 weeks of vacation besides for taking off July and August now. What? Yeah. So they, they Yes, okay. yes. Okay. But that's actually not, it's it's partially related to it because I see that they were on live this week. Mm-hmm. So I go to listen to Howard and I thought that they took off all of December and Howard's like, <laughs> you know, our last week of December was really great. We had all those interviews like uh-huh. with uh, Ben Affleck and uh-huh. and Neil Young and whatever. And uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I didn't know Ben Affleck was on. So I go oh, wow. through the app and I listen to the interview. Yeah. And here's the the part that I I'm interested in your commentary on. All right. So, as you know, Ben Affleck uh, worked on Goodwill Hunting with Robin Williams. Yeah. And Howard's like, well, what was Robin Williams like? Ben uh-huh. Affleck said he was a cool guy. Uh-huh. Now, the rumor has always been that when Jim Carrey came out, it made Robin Williams very jealous. When, when Jim Carrey started his movie career. Yeah, became started became famous. Oh, wow. And so they were making Goodwill Hunting, I'm guessing, in 97, maybe late 96. Because it came out in 98, right? Yes. Okay. Wait a second. Uh, No, no, I'm sorry. It came out in 97. But it came out near the end of that year. Okay. Okay. So it came out when Jim Carrey was super hot. And Howard said, there was always those rumors that Robin Williams was jealous of Jim Carrey. Yeah. As a listener, I'm expecting Ben Affleck to say, "Oh no, that they were the best of friends, and right, right, right. they they hugged each other all the time, and and tucked each other in the bed, or they were you <laughs> tucked, know, each, tucked each other in the bed." You know, I'm expecting him to say something like this, but instead, yeah. what he said is, is, "Yeah, he was envious of Jim Carrey, and I saw some of that firsthand." Yeah, and Ben Affleck told told a story of when he was on the set of Goodwill Hunting. Uh-huh. Entertainment Weekly did this big thing about all the best comedians in the country. Yep. They named Robin Williams the best comedic actor, but uh-huh. they put Jim Carrey on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. And he said that Robin Williams was really bent out of shape about that. Wow. I'm wondering from your perspective. Yeah. What does that say about success? That somebody at the level of Robin Williams could still yeah. feel threatened by Jim Carrey. I guess to me, I'm really surprised mm-hmm. because Jim Carrey and Robin Williams are a different kind of funny I to agree. each other. Robin Williams, I mean, he's been doing this for a, a he. Well, he was doing this for a very, very long time. He hasn't put out anything recently. Well, he's dead. Oh. But, but, but hold on, hold on. That's I, I wasn't finished. Go ahead. That was a dumb joke. Okay. He was a comedian long before Jim Carrey was a comedian and he's been doing this for a long time with impressions and whatnot. Right. And Jim Carrey got really, really popular after in living color fame uh, in the mid nineties, but, but they're a different kind of funny. And I guess I'm surprised because, you know, Jim Carrey has his own creativity and Robin Williams had his own creativity. And I don't know that it was, it was uh, necessary for him to compare himself to Jim Carrey because they're, diff- they're different types of comedians. 
I completely agree with you. Yeah. As a kid, I thought they were both super talented. I remember, babes, in 1995, I was watching Entertainment Tonight. Yes. And they used to do a weekend edition. Yeah, I think they still do, but I don't watch it anymore. I haven't haven't watched Entertainment Tonight since on a regular basis since the 90s. But anyways. Yeah. They did a special weekend edition. Yeah. It was... You know, replaying stories that they had done on both Jim Carrey and Robin Williams. Yep. I just assumed, because I didn't know any better and I hadn't lived a life, that they were probably friends in real life. Yeah, we and, we, and it's, and it's um, I mean, we're quick to assume that for sure. Yeah. I didn't think that Robin Williams had a problem with Jim Carrey. And in some ways it makes him more human because you would just think, well, he's Robin Williams. What does he have to be jealous about? Exactly. That's what I think. That's what I thought. It's very sad, too. It is very sad. To think that Robin Williams couldn't really feel appreciated by people. And even though a lot of people loved his stuff, you know, a lot of people, he could, he could be funny for kids. He could be funny for more, um, adult centered, um, uh, with adult adult centered comment a con content I can't talk. Mm-hmm. Um, he could be funny at all different different kinds of uh, times, even if he was you know meeting his fans. Right, I'm sure he would he would be able to do that on a whim because that's what he is good at. He's good at improvising. Um, but to think that he was jealous of a younger comedian. I'm guessing he was younger than he's younger than Robin Williams. Yes. That that really surprised me that he didn't feel appreciated, but I mean, what what do we know? I mean, we can't go into his own head anymore. Yeah, it's very sad, but it also makes me think how much does that happen in other aspects of life? So we know that it happens with people we associate with, right? Mm-hmm. Just because we're humans and we're not super rich. Yeah, yeah. But I would think once you get, like, wealthy, you don't think about that stuff. But let's yeah. take – oh, I heard something from No, me. it's just my phone. It's not saying anything. Do you think that Elon Musk mm-hmm. is jealous of Jeff Bezos, for example, or I, maybe the other way around? I I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, because they're competitors. In some ways. In some ways. I don't know. Mm. I can't tell you. There is another example I was thinking about. Tell me. So, do you remember, um, when Dreamgirls, the, the movie with Beyonce, uh, um, the, that version, do you remember when it got, um, an Oscar? I remember hearing about it. I never saw the movie, but yes, I'm familiar with it. All that. right. So, there is, um, I watched uh, Dream Girls with uh, at the time with a good friend of mine, and I wanted to see it because I've been hearing that it ha- was getting um, Oscar buzz because uh, one of the actresses, Jennifer Hudson, did um, the song um, "And I Am Telling You," which is actually um, uh, the famous song that was done by Jennifer Holiday in the musical. And I think there may have been. Um, I think I don't know if she. If she was in a musical, another musical version of the movie, uh, Jennifer Holiday, I mean, but, um, Jennifer Hudson, I believe, got an Oscar for it, for that scene mm. because she really did a good job. And Jennifer Holiday was very upset, very, very upset. And she said that she, she doesn't deserve it. 
I hear you, but people don't really know who Jennifer Holiday is. Jennifer Holiday was a broad, is a Broadway actress. Yeah, but she's not. You know. Bubs, come on. What? I'm just telling you what I'm thinking. Okay, babes, okay. <laughs> I'm telling you what I was thinking. Oh, I don't you know do what But what? <laughs> you do it all the time, Bubs. How do you? Hey! How do I what? How, how do you know that people don't think about Jennifer Holiday or talk about Jennifer Holiday? Well, I don't. Well, it doesn't mean that, you know, she's insignificant. I don't think she should have said that about Jennifer Hudson. I think she did a, a really good job. Mm. Um, and, and I and I haven't actually seen the original Dream Girl, so I don't know. But as far as I understand it, Jennifer Hudson was very, very good. It's and, weird. Yeah, it's weird stuff like that. I remember, too, that when they made that movie on Golden Pond that we saw. Yes. Apparently, Jane Fonda met with Catherine Hepburn, and Catherine Hepburn just said, I don't like you. Wow. So, yeah. Really? And it was, I think it was relation oh. because yeah. Jane Fonda had kids and was still working. What? And I. That's that's just because of that? I believe, if I remember the story right, which double check it. Okay. Catherine Hepburn was one of those people who thought you should either have kids and be devoted to raising a family or go after a career. But wow. you shouldn't try to do both. That's, that's, uh, well, that's insane. I mean, I know that, um, a lot of, yeah, but nowadays, think about this though, because now that Catherine Hepburn isn't, isn't alive anymore, mm-hmm. nowadays, um, stay at home moms are now being, um, attacked for staying home and not bringing home the bacon, so to speak. So I think it's kind of interesting that she would say that. Yeah, she's from a different era. She seems like a really cool person though. I know, I know, Oh, my goodness. But you got to wonder, too, how much of that was also jealousy from Catherine Hepburn. Because at the time, Jane Fonda was a younger actress. And she was kind of, she she's a lib, but part of that is she's known for being independent. And Catherine Hepburn was a real independent woman going back to the 30s. Yeah. Have wow. you ever watched the two-part interview that Miss Hepburn did with Dick Cavett? No, but I, I've seen other interviews with Dick Cavett, and they're pretty uh, provocative. I, I really enjoyed when she sat down with him. It, it was she was talking about her past and growing up, and I did I did not see that, but I'm I'm thinking maybe when when time I should go on a, like a, a a Dick Cavett rabbit hole. That's good because um, I heard that he was uh, um, I don't know if we would say controversial or. Uh, that he was innovative because he interviewed a lot of people that um, a, a, a whole range of people like James Taylor and Carly Simon and Janice Ian and Catherine Hepburn, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but he really um, it seemed like he he listened to what they had to say. And um, yeah. So maybe when they go on a Dick Cavett rabbit hole, nice because that was that show was around since like the seventies, maybe late sixties, late sixties. Because I saw part of a special he did, and it was the Monday after Woodstock. Oh wow! Yeah, at school. Yes, yes. Okay, getting a lot of activity on your phone there. Oh, that might be from Walmart. Do you want to check that? I can pause uh, this. N- no, no, I'll do it later. Okay. Uh, 
That's not important right now. I'll do it later. Uh-oh. Okay. You gave me some news this morning, and not the Walmart thing, but no, something no. else that I was shocked by. Yeah. Um, uh, someone who died yesterday, uh, Sidney Poitier, died at 94 years old. Wow. How did he pass away? I don't know. I just heard about it this morning. My mom uh, was a big Sidney Poitier fan. Yeah. Very good. I am not as into his films as she was. Yeah. But I did enjoy his work, and he did a lot for civil rights in this country. Hmm. So let's talk about civil rights for a minute. Okay. Oftentimes, when discussing that issue, we look at somebody like Martin Luther King, yes. who was out on the front lines, or uh-huh. Mahalia Jackson, who was there with him, yep. right? or Harry Belafonte, who was really part of the movements. Yeah. And we overlook other people who may have been less vocal but still have had an impact. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Curtis Mayfield. I, I, I don't know if Curtis Mayfield, you know, uh, was there in Montgomery, Alabama, yeah. but you can make the argument that his music helped open up white America to the idea of equality because you're, you're listening and you're enjoying this black man who has his stuff together. Well, there's also Janice Ian who wrote a song called Society's Child. Oh, I thought that she was white. No, 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 no. Let me explain. Go on. She wrote it at 15 because of what was going on with segregation. And she wrote it in a sense like she was dating a black boy. Mm. If she was dating a black boy and she introduces him to her parents. I'm not saying this is a real story because I don't know. She introduces the, the girl introduces him to the parents. And in the song, it says she they call you um, they call you boy instead of your name. Um and she's one of those um, teenagers that are, that want to uh, fight for equality for all ethnicities, and and she just happened to mention a story about a girl who has a black boyfriend, and that her parents um, are telling her you can't see this boy anymore. And in the in the um, later on in the song. When you hear the chorus, she says, they, they say, I can't see you anymore, baby. I can't see you anymore. So she was one of those people that was fighting for equality as well. Okay. I hear you. I guess my question is, we oftentimes will look at the people who were more overt in their beliefs of equality. Yeah. And we'll overpass, we'll look past folks who were there, who were in favor of equality, but they didn't say it so much. They just they let their art speak for them without speaking for them. So another example is Jimi Hendrix, uh-huh. right? I don't know if he ever did a song yeah. about, you know, we need equal rights, but he uh-huh. dated white women and he was known as a badass musician. Where, how do you... Where are you going with this? I'm, 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 I'm about to ask you, babes. Okay, okay. How do you contextualize the artist who doesn't mention equality in the movement for equality? Well, I mean, well, talking about Jimi Hendrix, for example, he may not have said it, but he acted it. Mm. Okay. So like 
if, you know, just because someone didn't say that they were for equality, but they acted it, I think should say enough. Yes. I realize that, of course, I made a mistake. And Curtis Mayfield, when he was with the Impressions, did kind of do a song about segregation and civil rights called My Country, which is a great song. Mm -hmm. And you've listened to it many times. Yeah, I think I did hear that. Yep. This is my country. Okay. Well, and also, um, Three Dog Night did a song about that too. Mm. Uh, the world is the world is black. The world is white. Have you heard that one? No. It's a good song. I really only know the hits from them. I think I, I believe it was Three Dog Night who did it. It's a good song. What's the lead guy's name? Chuck Nayron? Um, I am not sure who the lead guy is. I remember there was a big thing about him because he went broke mm-hmm. from drug addiction and then supposedly he quit. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know anything about that. Okay. Yeah, so I couldn't tell you. Well, good. Yes. Oh, babes. Yesterday. Yeah. I'm in my apartment. Yeah. It's like 1130. In and, the morning? Yeah, and we know okay. that I'm waiting. Yeah. So I look at the notice. Yeah. For some reason, I'm thinking it's a bed bug inspection. Oh. But then they're like, we're going to inspect for this, this, and this. And I start freaking out and start cleaning my place again and realize, <laughs> oh, it's probably too late. <laughs> well, now, you, what, what does it say that they were going to inspect? Well, they're for electronic things. And oh. I don't know. I just started. You didn't, you didn't look at it? No, I just saw that there was a notice and figured it was probably for something else. Oh, you're supposed to look at stuff I like that. I know I am. Yeah. And that's why I have my Witoji. Oh. <laughs> you went there, babes. No, I wasn't there. I was waiting for you to call me. Oh, my goodness. What <laughs> else? I helped build up anticipation there. Jable. Anticipation, also a good song by Carly Simon. I know, babes, I know. <laughs> what? Give me a kiss. No. No, because you're acting feisty today, and I don't deserve it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you weren't helping. I was helping. <laughs> yeah, you were kind of pissed, babes. Don't get all pissy. Can you blame me for being a little bit upset, bub? But don't be upset with me. What did I do? Mm-hmm. I'm only here to help. <laughs> <laughs> blaming, blaming. Oh my goodness, babes. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. But I love you, Jayla. I love you too. I think we're a little bit calmer now. I was a little upset, but you were next level. Uh, well, it wasn't like I was gonna, you know, uh, uh, t- like like tell you to to not come over. No, I know. I was just upset because my day just was not going well. Oh, yeah. And especially what the other thing that happened this morning. Should I talk about it? I don't even know what that is. Tell me. I think you do, but you might have forgotten. Um, I get this email from somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I spaced on that. From an organization that we both are um, a part of. And um, and uh, a certain person asked if we were going to go skiing this winter. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know. And then... The, the, that wasn't even the most annoying part. The most annoying part was that I have to refill out this form and I filled out like in the be in uh, toward the end of 2020. By the way, babes, this is going to make you more upset. Yeah. She only sent the email to you because I checked my email. Ah! <laughs> 
So which means I'm good with the form. Oh, no. No, no, of course you're good with the form because she actually pointed out that you did sign it. Oh, nice. Or that you did distribute it. I don't get that. I don't understand why I have to do it again. Now, you don't believe I'm a god. No. And we're going to go with this for a minute. Oh, no. But the Lord above has placed an angel in your bedroom today (laughs) in the form of Rick. And how do you feel getting to hang out with, some would say a bald god, some would just say uh, angelic. Uh, does that make you feel any better? No. Why not? Why not? Because you're not angelic. <laughs> Maybe I am, easy. <laughs> I have had ex-girlfriends in the past tell me that they hate when I do impressions of them. Yeah, because it's not even true. I mean, you, I don't even—I don't even sound like that, bubs. Oh, you know what that sounds like to me? <laughs> Tell me. It sounds like a real little boy. Oh, I might not be the best at impressions. No, you're really terrible at it. I mean, I just laugh at it because I'm like, oh, I didn't, that really doesn't sound like me. You do like the impression I do of my ex roommate, the one from India. <laughs> you, now, in fairness, you told me that you thought it was fake until you actually met him. <laughs> I also like your other impressions. So not every impression that you do, I don't like. Thank you. I just think that I, I just laugh at the impression you do of me because it's not even an impression. <laughs> it's not even close to it. Oh, you, you wouldn't be able to, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to imitate my voice anyway. It's too ghouly. <laughs> but I do like the impression you make of, uh, your one friend, not your, not your roommate, but the other one. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I'm glad and it's even it funnier. It's even funnier that people do the same impression. Oh yeah, everybody <laughs> does. <laughs> Who knows this person? Right. Yes. yes. I was going to say something, something, but I'm not going to do it. That's fair, babes. It's a joke. It's a joke between the two of us. <laughs> it's a joke between the two of us that doesn't need to be discussed. <laughs> Very good there, J. What? Do I really sound like that? It's an imitation, babes. It's not, it's a bad one. Oh, I think it's funny. Yeah, like a three-year-old little boy. Oh, I I thought it sounded like an eleven-year-old girl. No, eleven-year-olds don't sound like that. Oh, I don't really spend a lot of time around kids, so I'm not the best at knowing that stuff. Yeah, then you shouldn't be trying to do kid impressions. Oh, I always find it so amazing, the adults who want to spend time with kids. But we've gone down that road many times. <sighs> yeah, head nauseum. Oh, my goodness. What? I'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> Which is something that is constantly fascinating to me. Like, why wouldn't you just want to do adult stuff? Now I sound like Vincent Adult. Man. Adult stuff? Yes. Yes, yes. Oh, that's oh, and I can show. go down that rabbit hole because I have a lot to say about that, but I'm not going to do that. About what? Um, about why you might be thinking that way. But oh, I don't, about I don't, I don't... not wanting to spend time with kids? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just seems annoying to me, but I don't know. I'm sure they're great. And... I'm sure you were an annoying child, too. I was the best child. No, you were You were weird. You played with pens. Okay. That was Who made up by pens? Alana. You didn't like tomatoes because of some weird... Uh, uh, thing about uh, um, something about the government and tomatoes. I thought that the government was trying to mess with our DNA through tomatoes. It's ridiculous. Cloning. 
Okay, I had some issues with the kid. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, my goodness. Probably just his annoying. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I love you, babes. Mm-hmm. What? what? What's that for? Why squeeze my cheek? <laughs> you good boy. I always am. You always are having a good day. I know. I mean, so. I'm a little bit better now, but. Yes, yes, yes. And Sydney Portier is dead, and Jayla's upset. Um, well, it is sad that he did die, but, um, it's just that my, my day wasn't going very well. Yes, yes, yes. I'm trying to think, do I know any really dirty jokes that I can tell you? No! I guess not. (laughs) I don't need to hear that. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. Okay, okay. I'm not helping. Okay. Babes, we can make this a shorter one because I did hear something about Walmart coming through your phone. Uh, but is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up? Um, I think I've pretty much gotten everything I want to talk about. I mean, yeah, I, uh, I'm hoping this day goes a lot better than it started. Yes. Do you want to, after you check your messages, maybe we listen to Break Stuff by Limp Biscuit? No. You know how that song starts though, right? Yeah, I'm sure I've heard it before. I'm not a Limp Biscuit person. I don't really want to. I'm not that violently, you know, upset. They sold I'm like break stuff. They sold like 20 million albums, and yet I'm the only one who still admits to listening to Limp Bizkit and says that I still kind of enjoy them. Oh, and I can't stand their version of Faith. I don't care. I don't. I don't like it. I I like George Michael's version much better. Have you heard their version of Let It Be? No, I don't want to hear the letter. They never did a version of Letty. Oh, but you know what I found online last night, babes, which was weird. What? Since we already talked about Howard Stern a little bit earlier, he did a version of a song. No, well, probably <laughs> yes, but that's not what I was talking about. <laughs> so I'm on YouTube, and it recommends me Howard Stern day after John Lennon was killed. Oh wow! And so this was back before he met Robin. Uh huh. The show sounded very different. His vo- voice was uh, a lot more high-pitched. Well, and he was younger, I'm sure. Much younger. He was younger than I am now, and now he's like this old guy. He's close to death. Old guy, yeah. But it was really weird listening to a recording of his show before he was, like, super famous. Wow, so this is like in 1980. This is 1980, yep. When I was still a, a bebe. And he had talked to... um Melody Maker Magazine during this segment. He was taking calls from Detroit about, I guess, the people there talking about John Lennon and what uh, he meant to them. I thought I heard um, uh, Mark Lewison mention Melody Maker. It's a big magazine over in... In the UK? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So anyways, that was just something kind of interesting to mention. Wow. Yes, yes. That's kind of a cool name for a magazine, though. It magazine, is. though. It's, um, I'm guessing it's like an all-music uh, magazine. That's my assumption. In uh, the UK, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Melody Maker Magazine. Yes, yes, yes. Very good. Very good, Gia. Well, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. This is a short one, but that's fine. That's okay. Yes. We know that J-Lo got riled up today. Mm. Let me give you a kiss. Mm. Yeah. Why? Because you need one. Because mm. you're upset. Okay. And maybe I should even tickle you so you. No. Have you can hug me instead. Oh. <laughs> one last question, babes. What is that? If I press stop on this, you're not going to beat me, are you? Of course not. When okay. have I ever done that? 
Ah, uh, never. But why do I have so many bruises? Oh my goodness, that's your own fault. I was joking around once, babes. <laughs> yeah. With an ex-girlfriend. I don't think she feels this way. What happened? Did you bruise yourself? No, 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 no. We were joking about people. This was when I was in my 20s. Okay. And we were both like, oh, we're never having children type of thing, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and we were joking, you know, it might be fun to, you know, you have kids and and you beat them and you say, oh, you know, it's I really wanted kids and it's not that I love children. I just love the but idea. You don't? I just love the idea of child abuse so much. So we had to have kids so we could help produce that. Okay, that did not land at all like I expected it to. Oh, what's that for? Oh, that was a joke. <laughs> I said with the girlfriend like 10 plus years ago. I know, I, I know. It's not that. It's just that the joke was so horrible. Oh, Oh, and we, you know, we could tell the kid, Hey, a lot of people consider these bruises as a sign of child abuse, but it's really more of a fashion statement in our house. Oh, okay, stop. <laughs> and with that, I think you should check your full name. Okay. All right. Uh, bye bye. And I would never beat a child. Better not. I better not. Better not. All right. Bye for now. Bye bye. Bye bye.